This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer. Pastor riding out this morning, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get it getting. And we're happy to have you folks with us. We bring you these studies now on uh, faith healing, true and false, divine healing, true and false. And we're looking today at divine healing is not a gospel. As we said in our last study, Paul was very jealous over those whom he preached the gospel to. He stood in the breach against anyone who preached anything that would separate individuals from Christ. And then we showed you through, uh, first, through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that divine healing is taught. Divine healing is taught in God's Word, and we call your attention to Christ as the great healer, the methods he used, the cases he healed, and so forth. And we point out that with many of his acts of healing, there was no faith whatsoever manifested. Also, we called your attention to the fact that our Lord did not make healing the leading feature of his ministry. Now, my friend, that's where we've gone astray. Many of our pastors and preachers, they're honest, they're forthright. They just deceive, and they make healing, uh, all of those things, the, the foremost part of their ministry. They leave off preaching Christ. Folks call me, email me, ask me what do we preach here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. We preach Christ. That's the main thing we preach. We don't go off on a tangent. No, what we're doing here is uh, refuting error that's being preached all over this land of ours now. We have folks who have gone off on a tangent on a free willism. They say uh, man can be saved whenever he gets ready, whenever he makes up his mind, just come join the church and be saved. No, that's not true. That's an error. That's a lie of Satan's territory, my friend. Man has no part in salvation. Salvation is of the Lord. Oh, Jonah found that out, didn't he? But let me just go back and reiterate what we say here often, and I believe it's imperative that we do this. Man comes into this world as a sinner, comes out of his mother's womb as a sinner, and goes astray. As soon as he be born, the Bible says, speaking lies. We know that child reaches the age of accountability somewhere along the line. We don't know, but I believe it's mighty young. And then he chooses to do what he wants to do, his will. He chooses to have his own way and goes off on a tangent, goes astray. And uh, he's a sinner. Doesn't know it, but he's a sinner. But listen, my friend, if that individual is never touched by the Holy Spirit, he's never awakened, never brought to see himself, never granted repentance, he just go to hell for his trouble. He can be a religious leader. He can be a professor of theology. He can be whatever he wants to be. He can be the highest politician in the land with just a little enough of religion to get by on, none of that has a, is, is worth a snap of your fingers. But when the Lord gets ready to save a sinner, he awakens him. The Holy Spirit comes there and awakens that sinner, shines the light of the gospel, not, not divine healing. He doesn't shine divine healing into your heart. He doesn't shine speaking in tongues into your heart. He shines the gospel. What is the gospel? It's good news to a guilty sinner. Did you notice that? To a guilty sinner. I often make this analogy. Nobody ever gets up in the morning feeling good, always gets a lung full of fresh air and sits on the side of the bed and gets up and says, well, I believe I'll go down to the doctor. No, we don't do that. You don't do that because you don't need a doctor. But my friend, you wake up on a cold, frosty morning with a sore throat and a headache and a hot fever and aching and all over. You tell you, why, Mama, call that doctor and get me an appointment. I got to go to the doctor. Just so it is with salvation. Until you see your need, until you see the need, your need, 
of of uh, being cleansed, being washed, being forgiven. You have no, you make no effort to turn to the Lord. But oh, my friend, let's get back to our study. We look in here. We look in here. We call your attention to Christ as the great healer, the message that He used, the cases that He healed, and we point out. First of all, in with many of the acts of his healing, there was no faith manifested. Also, we called attention in our last study, as we went off the air, to your attention that the Lord did not make healing the leading feature of his ministry. That was not the prime uh, source. We have advertisements now, uh, so-and-so coming to town, the preacher meeting, going to speak on divine healing. Five nights a week, divine healing this, divine healing that. Speaking in tongues this, speaking in tongues that. No, no, it was the gospel. You say, what do you preach, Trailblazer? I preach the gospel. If the gospel will not awaken you, will not bring you to Christ, then nothing will, my friend. He found out, uh, we found out also that he didn't call for healing meetings, or did he ask for certain preparations to be made before they were healed? In all those cases whom he healed, were healed instantly and completely. And what a contrast with present-day so-called faith healing in any form. Oh, my friend. And now someone goes to one of those meetings and they're not healed so-called. They say, well, you didn't have your faith. You didn't have any faith. Well, my friend, you don't have any faith anyhow. We concluded in our last message there, looking at the acts of healing as found in the acts of the apostle. And I want to call your attention again to the fact that the expression, according to your faith, be it unto you, was never used after the day of Pentecost by any apostles. We found that there's only one case in all the recorded miracles of healing in the book of Acts where faith is mentioned. Now, let's take up this study today. We're going to look, call your attention to this fact. We do not have a record in the book of Acts of a single believer ever being healed. Now, some of you didn't get that. You was busy over there with your pots and pans and getting the children off to school or whatever. You didn't get that. Let's let's restate that. We never found one one record in the book of Acts of a single believer ever being healed. Now, listen, let me repeat it. We do not have a record in the book of Acts of a single believer ever being healed. The divine healing done by the apostles was performed only on unbeliever. This is set forth in Acts fifteen twelve. Let me read that for you. Then all the multitude kept silent and gave audience to Paul and Barnabas, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles or the heathen. Oh, listen, listen. I don't say that there were not any believers healed by the direct power of God, but I find no record. Paul said, listen, speaking, speaking in his, uh, about his infirmities and sicknesses, he said, I glory in those things. You show me anyone glorying in infirmities, and I'll show you one whom the power on whom the power of Christ rests. In 1 Timothy 5, 23, Paul tells young preacher Timothy, drink no longer water. We saw that in our last study. But use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and often uh, infirmities. I had a neighbor one time, many years ago, use that verse of scripture to get drunk on. He said, well, the Lord said use a little wine. Well, he drank beer. I told him that one day. I said, well, where, how did you transfer that from wine to beer? Well, he said, it's all the same thing. You know how it is. Timothy had a, had a, a case of stomach trouble like the old trailblazers had once in a while. And uh, he was sick. Why didn't Paul heal him? Paul was his spiritual father. 
uh, in, the, in the spirit. I don't know why Paul didn't heal him. Scripture said he didn't, but he prescribed a medicine. Now, you folks who cuss at doctors and say they don't, you don't take medicine, you don't go to the hospital, and you don't call a doctor, what are you going to do with that? Then if you turn to Philippians 2.25, you'll find the story of uh, Euphrates, Euphrates, I can't say that name, Epaphroditus, who was sick unto death, and Paul didn't heal him. And then you read there where Paul said in uh, 2 Timothy 4.20, I have left you Trophenius at Miletium sick. Why didn't Paul heal him? I just wanted to give you something to think about. Paul was the greatest man of faith who ever lived and probably ever will live. And it seems from reading God's word that Paul used the gifts of divine healing only for the Gentiles, the barbarians, and the unsaved. He left God's people in the hands of their father. And on one occasion, he said, Thy grace is sufficient. Thy grace is sufficient. Oh, but listen, my friend. This brings us now to face this fact, that divine healing is not a gospel. Not a gospel. It's a gift. Now, brother, if you ever listen... I want you to listen now. Put down your pots and pan, your broom, and your funny paper. And sit down there and listen. Put down all those things and turn over in your bed and listen. Wake up there, brother. You might be on the road to hell. Some of you in your bed there in the hospital, jail, worried about all those things. You've been told if you have enough faith, you could be healed. But if you're not healed, you're not healed and you're bothered about it. Now, listen, let's examine God's word. That's, we go back, we run back to God's word time after time. The trouble with folks today is they will not believe God's word. I tell my congregation here, I hold my Bible up in my hand oftentimes, and I said, you just won't believe God's word. He said, if you believe, I'll save you. Believe on me and I'll save you. But listen, listen, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and let's look about the spiritual gifts. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given the Spirit of word, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts, G-I-F-T-S, gifts of healings, with an S on the end of it. By the same Spirit, to another, working of miracles and to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all of these worketh that one and self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. To the church at Corinth, Paul sets forth in the scripture the nine gifts of the spirit. Among these gifts is the gifts of healing. Nowhere in the New Testament, Old Testament, is the divine healing ever referred to as a gospel. It is never connected with the gospel or considered part of the gospel. It is spoken of as a gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you have your Bible, I wish you'd open it to the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians, and we'll begin there in our next study. I wish you'd turn there to the 12th chapter, get your Bible, and get it open, so that when the next study comes along, you'll have it ready. 12th chapter. Of 1 Corinthians, and we're going to notice those verses there. Let's first examine divine healing as a gift. We won't go into it at this time. We don't have time to do it justice. But I just want to mention to you, the old trailblazer just bringing you what God's Word said. Let's just 
be honest. Let's take God's word. Let's don't read into it what is what's not there, and let's not leave out what is there. But I told this gentleman who wrote me, wrote me, and questioned me about uh, different things about these studies that I'm bringing, and I said, my friend, no matter you and my, you and I can disagree on a lot of things, but the greatest thing that ever happens to you or to me or to anyone else is to be saved. Why not? Why don't we just have fellowship around Christ and not? try to argue and scrutinize all of this stuff and let's just be content with such things as we have to talk about the blessed lord do you like to talk about the lord my friend the bible said if any man be in christ he's a new creature and old things are passed away and what is that them old and old habits they all passed away and all things have become new what is that now we have christ we speak of our blessed lord who not not about our healing but our salvation oh salvation in christ this is the Old Trailblazer. Let me give you my mailing address quickly before we have to leave you. It's the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, if you would go there, you see much more information, radiomissions.org. And you can see I have a picture of the Old Trailblazer there, much information, radio schedule about our broadcast all over the country, the Voice of Truth. And then you write me. We'll put you on our mailing list for our Voice of Truth magazine. Until next time, old Trailblazer saying goodbye and God bless you.